Assalamu alaikum, dear brothers and sisters. My name is Abdul Hakim. I'm one of the uh, trustees and managers for a program called Islam for Death. Uh, I hope many of you are familiar with it already. If not, I'll uh, briefly explain what Islam for Death is and what it does and where you can find us, inshallah. Um, Islam for Death is a program primarily for the deaf community. We provide Islamic education in sign language as well as uh, Islamic support and um, uh, advice uh, and Tarabiya uh, Islamic uh, children's uh, program for deaf children uh, on the website. It started off in about five years ago, five, six years ago now. Yes, it's 2001. So it started uh, 2021. So it started about 2016, 17. Um, <coughs> how it started off was uh, there was a actual uh, deaf guy who was with his, with his interpreter and they wanted to know about, um, he wanted to know because he was with his interpreter about Islamic education. Um, so he approached me, I was in Asda, uh, funny enough, Asda uh, supermarket. He approached us and um, wanted to learn more about Islam. Uh, his interpreter who was with us happened to be Christian but was a Muslim but you know, unfortunately, she uh, reverted to uh, Christianity. Salaam, uh, Rashid. How you doing? Um, okay, and uh, so she said that um, there's nothing for the deaf community Islamically. So come to the church. So me, happy, you know, knowing a bit of sign language, you know, stopped her and said, "Listen, no, give him my details. Give him my details, and we'll, um, we'll, 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 I'll provide or a place where he can go and learn." Uh, Islamic uh, uh, education from. Um, I couldn't really find anywhere that had consistent Islamic programs for deaf people, consistent Islamic deaf programs for people. So we started Islam for Deaf and we uh, we just carried on from there. And Alhamdulillah, we've not only had shahadas uh, being taken, but we've also, uh, we've grown, we've grown quite a lot. Um, the support, Alhamdulillah, that we've had from parents who have deaf children um, fa uh, people that have deaf members of the family, even a general Muslim um, uh, 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 Ummah public has, uh, has supported Islam for Deaf and Alhamdulillah. We're one of the very few, if not only, uh, uh, well, at, least, uh, at, the, at the least the very few uh, organizations that provide Islamic dawah, Islamic education, Islamic programs for uh, our deaf Muslim brothers and sisters consistently, Alhamdulillah. We, 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 we have many programs. Visit the website, islamfordeaf.co.uk. You can see the programs that we're doing on there. Also, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, we've done the first Tarawih in sign language. To my knowledge, the first Tarawih in sign language where we had the Imam, as the Imam is reciting, um, we had someone who was Hafiz of Quran, who was memorized the Quran, um, seated, and he was following the Imam. And he was um, translating it into English um, on a mic. And our interpreter was on a platform stage in a room just for our deaf brothers and sisters, uh, 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 which was, um, alhamdulillah, was given to us by London Central Mosque, Regent's Park Road. And, um, you know, alhamdulillah, the room was, uh, you know, more or less full of deaf people. We had even deaf and blind people there, uh, uh, benefiting, standing in, in rows, praying next to each other. Uh, looking at the interpreter, and the interpreter was listening to the translator who's translating it from uh, Arabic to English, 
in a microphone, translating it to English, and interpreters on stage with headphones on, interpreting it into sign language in front of the uh, deaf uh, audience. And alhamdulillah, it was, uh, it was I see, uh, a blessing to be involved uh, in something like that. And uh, those from the uh, hearing community, um, uh, they more or less supported it, they donated towards it and supported it. And it was one of the first, if not the first, Tarawe uh, uh, done in, in sign language uh, in BSL. And we recorded it and we put it online. So you can see that also, because of the highlights of that on our website, islamfordeaf.co.uk. And inshallah, it's only because of the pandemic why we couldn't do it last year and this year, even though uh, it's dying down, alhamdulillah, in this country anyway. Um, you know, we thought we'll wait, hopefully, until next year to continue the Tarawe for Deaf. So we really, really, really would like you to go and see it, watch it, and, uh, and you know, know that there is something for our Deaf community. Uh, you know, we stand up in prayer, we have our favourite reciters. We cannot imagine, I can't imagine, and I'm sure many of you can't imagine even for a second not knowing how the Quran sounds like, you know, the, 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 the actual recitation of the Quran, the, the, the sweetness of the, of, of the recitation. We have our favorite, we have a few favorite uh, reciters, um, you know, just listening to it can make you feel tranquil. Um, it's, it's, it's a form of healing as well and, and you know, nurturing the heart and the iman, but not never hearing that and not knowing how it sounds like is something which I can't really imagine. So it's hard for us to put ourselves in a situation of the deaf community knowing uh, what we, how the Quran and how it, you know how we benefit from hearing. Um, so those who are deaf, you know, the least we can do is um, is, is have more of an awareness uh, of them, and you can gain more of awareness by being more involved um, and checking out checking out what we do. And uh, if you know any deaf people, you can forward on the information. Look, there Islamic Dawa, there's Islamic programs. There's, uh, inshallah, we're going to get back to doing Islamic events also, uh, inshallah, uh, uh, for uh, everybody in general, but primarily uh, the deaf and uh, special needs uh, community. Because usually they're shunned. You know, it's very hardly uh, and very rare that you'll go to an Islamic event and uh, see an interpreter there. Very few, in, you know, in ratio to what, how many events are out there. Um, uh, events that have actually an interpreter there are very few. And um, the few that have been out there, for the most part, we've been providing the interpreters and we had to pay for that as well because um, they wasn't sure if there was going to be a deaf uh, audience there. So they said, okay, Hakim, you know, alhamdulillah, Islam for Deaf can deal with that and, uh, 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 you know, invite the deaf community, and which, alhamdulillah, we have done. And the response from the deaf community has been, mashallah, uh, the very grateful just to socialize with everybody else, just to socialize with the rest of the Muslims and feel part of the ummah rather than having always to compromise and being shunned from the ummah, from the Muslim community. They want to feel a part of it. And alhamdulillah, we've been uh, trying to fill that gap. You know what I mean? So this is the, for the most part, uh, what we do at Islam for Deaf. We, we're, we're helping, um, our Muslim brothers and sisters 
and there are some from the, some there are some from our uh, ummah as well who uh, who are deaf who was once hearing and they've fallen ill and uh, because of that they've lost their you know uh, their hearing or the eardrums have burst or uh, some form of illness has uh, affected them and um, they went to uh, sleep hearing and woke up deaf um, this is a big huge test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but Allah tests those who will it could be me it could be you it could be your children it could be your parents uh, that Allah tests with, uh, with by taking away one of his mercies which is uh, hearing or even sight so it's not the fault of the individual it's the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so as hearing and abled people um, we should no doubt we should uh, there are brothers and sisters at the end of the day and we should definitely definitely um, uh, 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 have more awareness I'm trying to avoid saying support but have more awareness but even though yes no doubt we support them um, but we should definitely um, have at the very least have awareness and uh, it is very very important so uh, to have a look at what we're doing have a look at the programs and what I will say is visit the website islamfordeaf.co.uk have a look at the children's page because this is something very important as well we have a children's page on the website I'm not going to table aren't I okay we have a children's page on the website where it's just full of cartoons cartoons in sign language um, we decided to do this because of the lack of um, uh, 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 children's um, programs for our deaf uh, community um, every child needs tarabiyah needs nurturing our Muslim children we send them to the madrasa we send them we, uh, we put them uh, we provide Islamic programs for them whether it's Islam TV or any other Islamic channels we encourage them uh, and we want to encourage them to, to 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 benefit from Islamic cartoons rather than the cartoons what you see on um, on, on TV nowadays which is very can be quite damaging actually um, to their uh, nurturing especially the, uh, the hidden messages that are involved in them it could be very detrimental to their to their iman and to their ideology of how things were supposed to be because you know children absorb everything so we have to be very careful and mindful of what we, we we put in front of them and leave in front of them so we encourage them to watch children's cartoons and children's programs but what about deaf children as well we don't really tend to think about that because i can't as if they can watch it but i don't know what's going on because i can't hear it um so we decided to try and fill that gap by providing Islamic cartoons in sign language. So definitely have a look, go on the website, islamfordeaf.co.uk, have a look at our children's uh, 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 page. We've done a, quite a few uh, cartoons already and no doubt we're gonna continue, inshallah, we're gonna continue providing more cartoons uh, uh, for them. We've had, alhamdulillah, deaf schools from non-Muslim deaf schools uh, contact us. We had even even the um, Church of Scotland. We worked with uh, all the way up north. With uh, well, you're from uh, Newcastle for the most part, so it's only down the road for you. But for us in London and Birmingham, it's clean up uh, clean up north. But Alhamdulillah, we're all one Ummah. We're all one Ummah, and and one hand washes the other. You know, what I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. You could be here. You could be in China. Um, we all support each other because we all have the same goal and that's worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and 
seeking his forgiveness and mercy and trying to be successful in this life and in the hereafter. Whether you're abled or disabled, we all want the same thing, inshallah, and we should definitely help and support each other. So I, um, or we then, are trying to fill that gap in regards to special needs and the uh, deaf uh, community, because they are shunned. There's no doubt, they are definitely shunned and they always have to compromise, always have to compromise with, uh, with more or less uh, everything, especially in Islamic, um, in the Islamic arena, in the Islamic uh, field, whether it's programs, whether it's events, whether it's um, just socializing in general, whether it's business, whatever the case may be, deaf people always have to compromise. And um, mainly, obviously, that's because of the language barrier. So they have a, are at a slight disadvantage. But one of the things which um, uh, uh, is very important to know is that when you help those who are who have disabilities, well, um, then Allah helps you, even from the individual to the country. From a country, you're supporting those who are ill, those who have SEN, special educational needs, from autism to ADHD, <coughs> all the way up to uh, deafness. From they are supported, then Allah will support you because Allah can make or probably will make you their uh, uh, their sustenance come through you. So therefore, Allah will increase and and uh, and, and, and support you uh, uh, as well, or even more so. So that's something which uh, I've personally uh, uh, experienced, and I'll definitely encourage others to uh, to take that or bear that in mind as well, especially in this blessed month of Ramadan. Also, inshallah. So, yeah, that's who we are. Islam for Deaf. Uh, check out the website, islamfordeaf.co.uk. It's mashallah. You know, we're we're tidying it up. We're fixing it up. We're getting stronger every day. And um, we having we have now a global um, deaf audience. Also, um, alhamdulillah, we get uh, you know deaf people from uh, Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, especially now with what's going on with. Uh, the situation in Bangladesh and India. Um, we're getting a lot of uh, deaf people uh, 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 contacting us. And what's happened is um, the hearing and the able people over there are now going to the deaf people for help because we've been providing uh, the deaf people with their iftar and uh, uh, with help in regards to Islamic education, especially domestic issues. and. Uh, What's happened now is the schools that we support, the deaf schools and the deaf centres that we support, um, we have agents uh, there and trustees there, and they're saying the hearing are coming and sitting down with us and eating our food, where before they used to shun us. But, you know, when it comes to them things like that, food, you can't deny people, you know. We say, alhamdulillah, you know, we hope that freedom, definitely the poor people as well, freedom and uh, inshallah, they may... You know, first we seek the forgiveness of Allah and the reward from Allah first and foremost. And inshallah, it may be that Allah may turn their hearts to help you later on, inshallah. So we uh, open the door to um, more or less everybody who needs that uh, assistance, but prioritizing uh, the deaf community. And again, you can see all of that if you visit the website, you can see um, uh, 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 the images and the videos that we've captured and we put them all on the website for everyone to see uh, uh, and benefit from. Again, alhamdulillah, we seek first and foremost Allah's uh, forgiveness and Allah's mercy. And um, it's actually 
the way I see it, it's actually um, a, a privilege for me. Anyway, it's a privilege to be part of something where I'm assisting Allah's deen, I'm assisting the, uh, uh, the Muslim community, especially those with uh, SEN, um, special educational needs. It's, uh, I see it as a, a privilege and uh, I'm grateful that Allah has chosen me uh, and hopefully that he accepts it uh, to be in this position where I can support uh, the deaf community and provide Islamic education um, for our deaf uh, brothers and sisters. And I'll, I'll encourage you also, those who are listening, those who are blessed with hearing, to 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 think about those about not even having your hearing for a day, uh, not being able to listen to Quran for for a day, um, not knowing how the beautiful uh, Quran sounds like. It's just I we can't we can't imagine it. You know, I said it before. It's just something which is mind blowing. You know, you can't imagine not listening to the Quran. You know, we really really no doubt take it for granted we wallahi we take it for granted because i can't imagine not listening to the quran not hearing it um, sometimes just listening to it alone stirs emotions and increases your iman especially how it's recited the beautiful you know the beautiful way how it's recited there's different ways of uh tajweed even uh of reciting the shapes for days who i'm sure many of you are familiar with and there's many others um, uh, uh, as well, and not listen, not being able to hear that is something which I can't, I, I, I wouldn't be able to imagine. So that in mind gives me more strength to work with the deaf. That, that they cannot hear it, but at the very least, at the very least, let them understand in the in a language which is uh, their primary language, and if it's our language which is more. Um, uh, they can understand better than uh, in sign language let them understand the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they cannot hear it but at least they can understand it and we got to provide that we have to provide that Muslims tend to always be behind and lacking and want to um, uh, 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 compromise when it comes to dealing with those with special needs in our community um, and I've and I've experienced that and uh, I've tried to um, highlight to the masjids as well, especially to the masjids, because the masjids are the heart of the community. It should be anyway, the heart of the community. If there's any domestic issues, marriage issues, um, problems at work, whatever the case may be, and you need a solution, you need advice, we go to the imam. Um, when we want to benefit our deen, we go to the circles in the masjid. Um, uh, so therefore, it's the heart of the community. But for if if you are deaf or have special needs, and you go to the masjid and the masjid shuns you or said so that you know it's okay, you don't need this, you don't need you don't need the service. Just come here, copy with everybody else and go. You don't need to uh, the advice. You don't need to understand the speech of Allah. You don't need to sit sit in the circles. And the only ability that you have is just that Allah's taking away your hearing. So you cannot hear. You're not dumb. You know, you can, for the most part, read. You got, you know, you can socialize. You want to socialize, but there's no. You go to the masjid and there's nothing there. In fact, they shun you away. And I've, I've witnessed that. I've witnessed that, and I've seen that. Unfortunately, um Razina. There are there many speech audiology therapists and specialists in the Muslim community in the UK. Um, no. 
not Muslims anyway. I mean, there's a uh, there's non-Muslims you can go to in regards to uh, uh, support, but we need a Muslim organization or a Muslim uh, uh, source then, because with the non-Muslims, especially with the um, the deaf community, they do tend to socialize, but they go to the pubs, um, the socialize, and there's no there's no, you know, there's, uh, unfortunately, there's no restrictions in regards to uh, uh, mannerisms and things like this, because I've, I've went to a few social gatherings for the deaf community just to get involved in the deaf, um, in the deaf, uh, how can I say, the deaf uh, culture, the deaf culture. And, um, and I've seen other Muslims there and the, the things which they do and say, how they misbehave and even I've seen Muslim girls, unfortunately, um, you know, um, get approached by non-Muslim men and um, get, uh, how can I say, they make an advance towards them. And uh, there's no, there's no Islamic, um, there's no Islamic barriers. Obviously, it's not going to be with the non-Muslims, but with the Muslim sisters, which I've seen, they've just, you know, they've fallen prey. Uh, and partly the reason is because of that is because there's no alternative Islamic alternative uh, to that and for the most part their families have just left them saying yeah you're with the deaf people you know you do you know be with those who are like you then so to speak because there's no other alternative in masjids or community centers that provide Islamic education or Islamic assistance in sign language for them so this is the this is the consequence. This is what happens behind closed doors, which for the most part, the majority of us don't see. We don't see that, you know. Um, we think, okay, the, uh, I've had an imam. I went to a masjid. I'm not going to expose the masjid, but it's a big masjid, and it's one of the main masjids, and that's all I'm going to say about that masjid. And I've had the imam there say the deaf people don't need to uh, learn anything. They just can come, copy everybody else, and go. And by Allah, you know, I had to, you know, when you have to control yourself, <laughs> I have to control myself. I'm a revert, so make an excuse for me. I don't, you know, I know uh, you can stay your time. But I had to um, really, like, just not talk and just step back and relax and then approach him again. Because if I would have said something, it would, probably would have been a very, uh, you know, nice thing uh, that would have been said. Would have, you know, I probably would have put him in a, um, uh, uh, in the in a situation of a deaf person to say, listen, look at it from their point of view. But it was a shock because it, he is the imam. So that's you know, if it was an ordinary person, then I couldn't react straight away and say, listen, brother, da 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 da, da you know, put yourself. But when you're expecting um, someone you take knowledge from, uh, 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 and they react and they say things like that, it's uh, it's quite a. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was a, it was, um, it's hard to describe. It was, um, it was disheartening, disheartening because he's in a position of responsibility. And if he's saying that, and he's the Imam of the masjid, imagine what, uh, the others uh, will say or, or, or think as well. So they need education, they need guidance, they need, they need um, special needs awareness. Um, it is, it is, and uh, uh, it is such a damaging mindset, especially if you're a position of responsibility uh, as well. And he is in a big position of responsibility. And uh, um, as I said, it was very disheartening. And 
me being uh, working with the deaf community and the deaf community comes to me for advice and support, that I would not go back to them and tell them what the imam says because I, I it would just, you know, if it was damaging for me hearing it, um, they need the assistance more than me. So I can't imagine how they would feel me telling them that the imam of the masjid that you go to said that you're more or less, uh, you, you don't matter, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, I made an excuse for the imam, may Allah guide him. Uh, and I think the awareness, um, the awareness uh, is, is, is so needed in the Muslim community, in the Muslim community. Because, uh, as I said, <coughs> unfortunately, a lot of um, uh, Muslims, especially cultural Muslims, um, uh, they tend to shun uh, those with disabilities in their family away, like lock them in a closet kind of thing. They don't want the community to know that they have a disabled uh, a child or disabled uh, 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 person in their family. So they tend to shun them. And uh, all sorts of domestic situations, uh, domestic abuse, uh, domestic, uh, 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 when it comes to family, uh, families, uh, wives who are deaf and the married are hearing husband and the husband is uh, not being fair. Uh, those who uh, are, are mistreated, especially deaf children, deaf girls, uh, who are mistreated in the family, and because of the uh, they ain't got an outlet, um, they tend to uh, then leave Islam or step away from Islam. And you can understand why, even though you know it's, it's you know it's, you don't want that, but you can understand why they will step away because look what you Muslims who, who follow Islam, who I take my religion family supposed to take care of me look at what you saying islam is doing and that's abusing and it's uh I've, since i've been dealing with that i've been experiencing that and um like the sister just said uh, there are a lot of deaf muslims who can lip read but lip read you have to be up close um and um, the person who you're lip reading from it's better that they're aware that you're lip reading so they're not chewing bubble gum they're not you know they can move their mouth uh, more uh, clearly so people can see all these things are, are, are important, but primarily they would prefer uh, sign language and even subtitles. Um, so they can uh, if get a clearer understanding with inshallah. As Ina said, a special needs awareness and inclusive education should be mandatory in Muslim community, in madrasas and mosques. No doubt, 100% agree, no doubt. But um, like I said before, many of uh, the people in charge of masjids, may Allah guide them and bless them, uh, tend to be from, how can I say, I'll say back a yard, if many of you know what I mean by back a yard. Um, how can I, tend to be, how can I say, um, they're not, I don't know if they're not westernized, because I don't want to make it like westernized is a good thing, but that you have to, you have to be aware of the community and the environment that you're in, in order to get along with them. Um, if the community environment that you're in also caters for those with SEN and special needs in the community, and that doesn't even need to be said. Islam, 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 Islam is the cure and the answer for everything. So if you're really about that, then Islam says that you should look after the, um, those, with, those with special needs. And the example of the Prophet wasallam, he also looked after those with special needs in the community. I mean, there's many uh, uh, people that know uh, people who even some of the companions uh, the, who were blind uh, used to uh, call the adhan 
um, when they went out to war, there was a blind companion that looked at who well, was left, that looked after the community and was in charge of the community. And this, he, he was blind. There's many scholars in Saudi Arabia, back home, Pakistan, India, wherever you're from, people of knowledge who are blind, who give dawah. Yeah? And this opportunity is available or should be available for those who are deaf as well, because they have the ability uh, to learn and teach just as we do. But the resources are not there. The resources are not there. And the people in charge of masjids uh, and community centers should have access or should uh, have a uh, someone then, whether it's a trustee, whether it's a social worker, whatever the case may be, someone who, who can deal with SEM, with special needs community, including the deaf community. They should have that. Every master should have that. But they don't, and uh, it's a situation. Um, Andrew, hello Andrew. Muslim Council of Britain has a cabinet of Islamic institutes that are ensuring that masjids globally adhere to the Islamic obligations in regards to social care. Well, it needs to be enforced more. Um, uh, uh, it should be, and there's many masjids, there's thousands of masjids for the most part that, um, that, that, that needs to have this awareness. Um, but, you know, it's don't, but, uh, you know, hopefully, sure, you know, if it's, if it's enforced by the community, by us, then, Andrew, um, we go to the masjid and say, listen, you should have this. Do you have it? If not, when and why? Or why and when? Because there are people in our community that need it. You probably don't know who they are because probably they'll just come and like copy everybody else and leave. Or many don't even go to the masjids anymore. I know many deaf people that said they stopped going to the masjids because they don't see what's the point. They don't understand that even if they go and pray, you'll still get the reward from Allah. They don't understand that because no one in the masjid is telling them that. There's no interpreter there. They go there being deaf and people feel sorry for them. They don't want to be sorry for They just want to be provided for like everybody else and treated like everybody else. Um, uh, but the, a lot of masjids uh, don't have that and it should be enforced. Um, it should be. And we do need to go uh, and... Um, Tell the imams this. How long would it take an ordinary person to learn sign language? It's, um, sign language is just like a normal language, like learning Arabic, for example. It depends how more, how often you use it, and how long, you know, how much you socialize with deaf people, um, and how much effort you put into it. And plus, you got to keep it. You got to keep, uh, keep, keep, keep using it, because if you, if you, if you, if you. If you don't use it, you'll lose it, um, so to speak. So it's just like uh, learning, uh, like I said, learning another uh, language. If you're learning Arabic, for example, and you don't use it, you'll lose it. You know, same as sign language. Um, so, but it can take, you know, if you really get your head down and really work on it, you could learn within the public. You can start getting by within maybe a month, two months, three months, and then you just pick it up from there. You start socializing with more deaf people, you'll pick it up. Um, once you get a bit more familiar, you can even watch YouTube videos and start to get into it like that. Um, we're starting something kind of Islam for Deaf. Uh, we're doing a program where you can learn Arabic sign language. So when you're giving dawah or when you're talking and you want to talk, say something Islamic, you know the sign for that. So we're, we're, we're getting into it, inshallah, um, so you can keep, keep, uh, keep track and by visiting the website as well and keeping up, uh, we'll keep you up to date with it. But, you know, as I said, it's something which uh, is definitely uh, a gap in our community. 
This message that is unfortunately a shame attached to having a family member with special needs, definitely, yeah. Battling cultural ignorance is probably the biggest hurdle in helping special needs brothers and sisters. No doubt, lash up. Uh, this is so in the general community, but especially in the Islamic community, because as I said, unlike you said, a lot of people feel ashamed that they have a deaf person or a person of special needs in the family. They feel like it's an embarrassment and they don't want the community to know. So they shun them. And being Muslim and being and, and, and Islam is totally against that. I'm not going to say being Muslim. Islamically, it's uh, it's wrong. The Muslim has to adjust himself to uh, uh, to 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 adapt to the right, correct understanding of Islam. Uh, uh, and fear Allah, fear Allah, fear Allah. As I said, we've been dealing with it with a little while now, and we've experienced and gone into homes where, unfortunately, and it's very sad to say, there's been mistreatment with um, with some of the children there because they're deaf. And it's very, it's difficult to deal with. You, you need um, qualified and trained uh, professionals, such as uh, social workers, Muslim ones, because they can understand, you know, they can understand and have more sympathy, even though they're not going to justify it because it's not justified to abuse a deaf or special needs person because they have a disability and because they can't really speak. Uh, uh, and I mean, when I mean abuse, I mean like things like, beating, sexual abuse, um, uh, things like this. It happens anyway, but it's in the Muslim community. It's, uh, it's You don't expect it because you expect, uh, well, for me anyway, you expect people to be upon the dean. Um, uh, and, and me working with the deaf community experience that. So I've gone to um, to specialists to, for their advice and their help. And um, the thing was the parents didn't want me to because they didn't want the community to know, they didn't want to get social services involved, they didn't want to get the police involved, they didn't want the community to know, but yet they would prefer, not even prefer, they'll stand by and let this abuse happen to their daughter uh, by her brother, which is is just, anyway, yeah, yeah. So they've come to you or they've come to me because I'm Muslim to help find a solution, but yet they don't want professionals involved and they don't want police involved. So me being between a rock and a hard place, I have to get the professionals involved um, for the safeguard of that child, because now that child is a priority. Regardless of what the parents want to do, whatever the case may be, that child is a priority the way uh, uh, we see it. So we have to, we had to get uh, uh, officials involved and that caused a bit of a rift in, uh, in the, uh, you know, with, with the parents that came to us because now, they will shun us because, again, they don't want the community and people to know. But as I said, you know, you got to have the foundation, which will be Islam first. Everything else comes after. And we need more awareness. This is why the masjids should be uh, a place also for those with special needs. Because if they're in trouble, they can go to the masjid. The masjid say, OK, you know what? We have a counsellor who can do sign language. We have someone who can help. And there, that deaf person or that person with special needs now has a rope, as well as the rope of Allah, there's a rope in the masjid for them to hold on to and for them to seek help from. So no doubt what you said, Andrew, it's definitely important that masjids who take on the responsibility of the community to provide also for deaf people and special needs in the community, in the Muslim community. 
uh, and we need to enforce that as a community. We need to go to our masters and say, "Do you have this in this in place?" It's actually by law you need to have this in place. And I know that can cause that may start a bit of trouble within you and the master. They might even see you as a troublemaker, but it is what it is. Uh, and we need to definitely uh, uh, be more. Um, uh, how can I say? I don't want to say forceful, but be more vigilant than with our masjids, uh, inshallah. And especially now that things are opening up, the masjids are opening up, it's now a, a, a good opportunity to go to the masjid and say, listen, if you don't have uh, uh, facilities for special needs, I know someone who can help, um, even if they get paid for their services, because that's another thing. We'll go into that next week, inshallah. But that's another thing. But um, definitely, as I said, have a look at islamfordeath.co.uk. Um, we're here for the deaf community and those with special needs. Um, such as autism, ADHD, we help parents with that as well, in regards to advice. Um, if you do know any counsellors, any professionals, um, there's a contact number on the Islam for Deaf page, email address on the Islam for Deaf website, get in contact with us because we definitely need Muslim professionals, social workers, um, counsellors, because there's very few Muslim ones uh, uh, as it is. And there's not one Imam in the whole of the UK that does sign language. Never mind Sheikh or student of knowledge. There's not one Imam and there's thousands of masjids. This is also something we need to look into, inshallah. And there's something that we're approaching that um, there's none to want to my knowledge anyway. If you do know of any, then let us know. Uh inshallah. But um it's something that we're trying to bring to the masjids also, inshallah. So I don't know if my time is up because I've been told I had a I don't know if I've gone over, but um my name is Abdul Hakim, inshallah. I'll be here again, inshallah, next week, Saturday. We were supposed to have a guest with us because um, I was going to invite a deaf uh, brother to join us and talk about his experience. Uh, and I can interpret that for you or we have a, another interpret that will, interpreter that will interpret that for you, inshallah. But we'll look into that next week, uh, inshallah. So Jazakallah for, uh, for for giving me your time. And, um, you know, if there's any questions, uh, I think we might have a minute or two if you want to ask any questions. If not, and um, we can, uh, we'll, we'll look into it uh, next week. So let's see if we can uh, have a minute or two for questions. Um, brother, are you here? Yes, Hassan. Okay, cool. Do we have? Can we have a few minutes for questions? Or do you want to tie up? What's the? Um... Okay, waiting for a response from Mr. Hassan. So what I'll do then, uh, if you have any questions, okay, no, they do have a show. So we'll have the questions uh, next week then, inshallah. But again, um, thank you guys uh, for listening, for uh, using what Allah has blessed you with in, and that's your hearing. And, um, you know, uh, do not take it for granted. We, we, you know, it's one of the um, mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has given us the ability to uh, hear and uh um, yes, it, the, you're welcome, uh, Anissa, Jazakallah uh, um, and those who are paying attention. As I said, visit the website, Islam for Deaf, uh, have a look, the awareness is definitely uh, needed, and um, I'll see you guys, inshallah, uh, next week. We'll have a few guests with us, inshallah, hopefully next week, inshallah. So again, Jazakallah and uh, Asalaamu Alaikum. <laughs>